Episode 29 of the Teddy Roosevelt Show coming at you on Thursday, October 13th. Hope everyone is doing fantastic. We got PTI style. We're going to run through a bunch of topics here. Um, Ukraine, NATO, Biden's nuclear Armageddon comment. But first I want to go into the Alex Jones verdict. Absolutely ridiculous. The only thing better than that verdict would be having Mike Myers come back. They could have him as Dr. Evil from the Austin Powers movie. Put his pinky right by his cheek. One billion dollars. I mean, 965 million? Really? It's just clown uh, numbers. I heard Alex Jones say, why not make it trillions? Why not make it trillions? Was flipping around. I was driving when the verdict got announced. Flipped over to CNN. They're angry that debtor's prison doesn't exist for a civil suit. I mean, he doesn't have $900 million. How many people on earth do have $965 million? So he's going to file for bankruptcy. He's going to appeal it. It's going to go on for a little bit. But just the fact that they put a billion dollar price tag on the uh, on, on what he said and just just the genesis of the whole case is absolutely ludicrous. We live in 2022 social media. As soon as an event happens, everyone's in a rush to judgment. Everyone's in a rush to make a giant conclusion. Um, and, and, and so it's, it's almost a race. Who, who can get the facts or who can make a big pronouncement about what's happened? And my question is, if we can sue Alex Jones for saying after Sandy Hook, and again, it was right after it happened, and he was just questioning some of the details. And they're saying, see, you can't spread lies. CNN was saying, that'll show anyone if you spread lies. Well, it's funny, last week, um, I think it's earlier this week, a Pfizer executive in London was in front of the UK Parliament, I believe. And she admitted we had no idea, we, we did not know if the vaccines could protect you and prevent you from spreading the virus. Well, how many people in the media, doctors, whatever, insisted they rushed to judgment? Trust the science, trust the science. The vaccine, you have to get it. It doesn't, it, 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 or else the virus will keep spreading. If you don't get the vaccine, you, listener, I'm talking to you. If you don't get the vaccine, you're going to spread it to grandma. You're going to be a vector of spreading. And you're just a selfish asshole who should probably lose your job and get disinvited for Christmas if you don't take it. Now it's come out. They had no idea whether or not it prevented you from getting it or spreading it. And oh, by the way, every day the evidence stacks up deeper, thicker, and higher that the vaccine is is negative. It's having negative efficacy. Look at the triple vaxxed versus the unvaxxed. There is a ton of data. Alex Berenson, Igor Chudoff. Um, oh, by the way, there's a lot of countries out there that are saying we don't recommend the booster for anyone at all under 50 or 60. A lot of European countries are doing this. Did you see Florida? The, um, I don't know if it was the Florida Surgeon General, the head uh, 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 of the health department in Florida said he doesn't recommend the vaccines for anyone under 40. And why would you? 
Um, and, and by the way, the, the demand for these bivalent vaccines has dropped off a cliff. I think it was at 4.6 million out of 340 million. None of the parents are getting it for kids under five. I mean, where, where, where's the trial? Why don't we put these assholes, CBS, NBC, CNN, they insisted that the vaccine was going to prevent you from getting it or spreading it. They're spreading lies. How's that different from the Alex Jones situation? He wasn't sure of the facts. He, he, made, he made a couple guesses and now you can be punished. Well, they're talking about all oh, the emotional harm, the damages. What is the emotional harm for telling somebody you're a selfish asshole who is going to spread disease, a deadly disease that's going to kill everyone you know. And if you don't get it, you're going to lose your job. You're going to lose your friends. You're going to get banned and ostracized from society. And folks, it was a lot worse in other places than the United States. Look at what Canada's unvaxxed had to do. Look at what Australia, France, you had to have a passport. Look at New York City. You had to have a passport to go to work to go to watch the Yankees game. What kind of emotional damages was, were, was that? You were being told if you did your own research, that was wrong. If you were just curious before you injected a gene therapy shot into your arm, that was, that was against the law. That was against the rules, the, the, the narrative, if you will. So as far as I'm concerned, this Alice Jones sets a precedent for us to sue the shit out of anyone who said the vaccine wouldn't get it or spread it. You know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't spread it. So the, the show trial is absolutely ridiculous. The January 6th, now they're saying they want to subpoena Trump. People are freaking out. Oh, my God, the day the New York AG announced uh, the lawsuit against Trump, that same day in Delaware, I think it was a couple days, he, he, he founded a new LLC, Trump Organization 2. Oh my God, how can he do this? How can he do this? That's not against the law. If he knew something was coming, it's not against the law. It's public documents. Everyone's watching everything Trump does. The reason why he called it Trump Organization 2 with Roman numerals, because he couldn't put in a, a middle finger emoji in the filing thing. He, if he could have put a middle finger emoji instead of the Roman numeral two, he would have. But that's basically him saying, F you, this is a witch hunt. It's total garbage. And the January 6th hearing is total garbage. It's funny. There's a lot of election deniers from 2016. And I was just thinking, you know, that's the, that's the, it's sort of the inherent flaw of conservatives is they are naturally, obviously conservative. And if you want to win elections, you want to make a difference, you got to be bold. You got to try something new. The reason why Trump won is because it was unorthodox. He was using social media. Trump got billions in free advertising from Twitter and people like Morning Joe. Everyone would, would, would have him on. So Trump flipped the script and... The reason Trump won wasn't was because people wanted a Republican in there, whatever. They wanted different. We don't want politicians in there. I want a businessman. That's why the woman from France, Georgia Maloney, won. We don't want a traditional politician. These rhinos, from Paul Ryan to Mitch McConnell to you name it, they don't do anything for us. They don't do anything for us. The Democrats... I mean, everything they do is just making your life worse. 
And you, did you see the inflation numbers? It's, it's even more than they thought. The Inflation Reduction Act was the biggest gaslighting name for a bill ever. It has done nothing. There's nothing in there that reduces inflation or your cost of living. Everything is giant handouts. And someone in the Atlantic said up to $800 billion. They said it was $304 billion. He's saying there's no cap on the free stuff, so it could be $800 billion. And, uh, and, and inflation keeps getting worse. Everything, you know, Biden, he begged Saudi Arabia to pump up the oil before the midterms, or he asked him, hey, can you make the cuts after the midterms? And that's what you have to realize. Every decision they've made in the past several months, six months, has been to retain power. The Roe versus Wade, the abortion, they look, I saw in a poll, 8% of voters say abortion's their number one issue. Not cost of living, not crime. They've, they've, they've made it into abortion. So I guarantee all 8% of those people, almost all of them, are, are, are women. And they ran the uh, reverse engineer, the anal- analytics. Okay, if we um, change Roe versus Wade... For a certain segment of the electric, 8%, that is a zero-sum game for them. If they think the Republicans are going to outlaw abortion, then there's no way I'm voting for them. Same with that cannabis thing. And it is hilarious. There's not a single person in jail who's going to get out. So many stupid sheep. It makes marijuana users look really bad. Um, look at Reddit, Austin. They're all like, yeah, Biden's letting all these people out of jail. There's no one in jail. There's 6,500 people who got a federal part and they're already out of jail. And again, I'm a, I'm, I'm pro legalization, but again, that is a election gambit. There's a reason why they waited till now. Um, same with the abortion and same with the Saudi Arabia. They're like, Hey, you can cut the oil. Just wait five weeks. Same with the vaccine. 2020, even though I'm anti-vaccine, it sucked. It's the worst health scandal ever. People wanted it. People were, were craving it. And I guarantee Pfizer, Moderna, J&J, one of them had the formula because magically it came out. Hey, we have the vaccine. I think around November 11th. So the election deniers from 2016, that's what I was going to say about conservatives. Why aren't we getting aggressive and putting these assholes on the on the stand? Hillary Clinton still insists Putin won the election, stole the election for Trump. She made the Steele dossier. She paid for it. They paid for it with the, P- the, the, the golden shower thing. It was all a joke. I guarantee if you poll Democrats, 30% of them still believe all that stuff is real. The Russian hoax. They pushed it. How come we can't get Rachel Maddow on the stand? I mean, these people made knee-jerk reactions right off the bat. Turns out they were lying the whole time. Well, lying, based on the Alex Jones verdict, that's a $965 million, almost a billion-dollar fine. There's no lying. So I just question, why aren't we putting Hillary Clinton on the stand for being an election denier? Here's my question. Trump was winning at midnight, Central, in five swing states by six figures. Pennsylvania, 300,000. Magically, all five states, there were swing states, Arizona, all these, they all magically decided, oh, bedtime, sorry, can't stay up and count these votes. 
And we still have a lot of other ballots that we still have to count here in Arizona and Pennsylvania and Wisconsin. I don't care who it is. We should be asking questions. What the hell happened? Why aren't we staying up until the break of dawn to count all the votes? How come states like Florida, granted they had the hanging Chad thing in 2000, so they, they, they cleaned up their thing. Florida has 28 million people and they were able to get all their results in that night. Why, how come states that have a third of the population couldn't? I mean, I don't care what side of the fence you're on, political That's a major red flags. I would be very, very disappointed in our democracy if no one was asking questions. And there has been. I don't see how anyone can watch 2,000 Mules, the Dinesh D'Souza documentary, and at least say, you know, there's a couple red flags here that everyone who cares about democracy and the validity of our, our elections, we should all be concerned about this. But you're an election denier, you know, even though their, their side, there's a couple montages of a bunch of prominent Democrats who still haven't accepted 2016, including Hillary. So my question is, where's the, there's only like three people that I would even remotely count on, like Ron Paul, Josh Halley, to be aggressive about it. Other than that, it's just your inherent flaw. You're a conservative. Same with like, look at the Austin mayor race, Jennifer Verdon. Running for mayor right now, based on the state of Austin, should be a slam dunk. Should be a slam dunk against Kirk Watson? I mean, I spoke with Verdon's campaign uh, earlier this summer, and I had told him, you guys got to be aggressive about going after the Latino vote in Austin. They're not happy with this woke shit at all. I don't see it. I just see Jennifer Verdon just being a conservative. And that's what she is. She's conservative. Um, she's not being aggressive. You got to be aggressive and in people's faces about the crime, the cost of living, that this was the Democrats in the city council that jacked your rent up 25%, jacked up your leases for your business, and you just see businesses folding multiple ones every week. They can't keep up. They can't keep up with a 25% rate hike. Um, with their with their lease, um, the labor issues, the cost of just goods, and now you've got people, maybe not in Austin, but a lot of people are maybe cutting back on their restaurant visits. So, I don't get it. You got to be aggressive, man. You gotta you gotta be Trump, and there's no barrier to entry. It doesn't cost anything to make a YouTube video or a Facebook video or Twitter video. There's, you don't have to buy airtime. You could win the election through social media if you create a viral content. I just don't see it. I don't see any content going after the Latino vote. And, and, and that is the key demographic for these midterms. Because I don't know any Latino, and, and some of them, they'll preface it, I'm a Democrat, but. I hear that. I'm a Democrat, but. I should mention the Tulsi Gabbard. I mean, Tulsi, beautiful. I have a crush on her. I want to marry her. I'm not going to lie. Just a hot military, Hawaii, great smile, does yoga. I just, the whole, she's a young leader with the uh, World Economic Forum, the Klaus Schwab thing. I mean, that's a huge red flag, man. Willie Nelson's kid, Lucas Will, well, Lucas uh, Nelson is one of those. Lena Wen. Look at Lena Wen. 
I, you can't trust her as far as you can throw her. Well, you could probably toss her. She doesn't look like she's maybe 105. You could toss her. But um, Tulsi, I love that she's doing it. That's this. She's at the point where I was when I abandoned the Democratic Party uh, about six or seven years ago. And where Bill Maher, I'm waiting for Bill Maher to release his. And I watched a little bit of what Tulsi was talking about on, on Rogan. And it's, guys, if, if you have any, if you care about freedom of speech, you care about freedom of thought, there, how can you be a Democrat? Here's the worst thing about Democrats is you must agree with every single party platform point or you get ostracized. You know, you could say, I believe in climate change. I believe the cops need to be reformed, but we shouldn't have defunded the police like that. And these wind turbines and solar are the worst thing for the environment and they're polluting them. And we need to think a little bit harder about the transition. Hearsay! Blasphemy! I don't want to say they'll chop your head off, but they definitely won't let you be a Democrat. With the Republicans, no one's kicking you out if you don't agree with all... Maybe with guns, (laughs) but no one's kicking you out if you don't agree with everything. And no one's going to ostracize you and ban you and censor you for having a different opinion. So the Democrats are the party of, it's a cult. It is a cult and uh, the COVID cult. Just look at how they acted with COVID. They wanted us rounded up, put in concentration camps. I guarantee a lot of them, if they could push a button, kill all the, you know, press this button and all the anti, the unvaccinated people will be eliminated from the earth. A lot of them would push it. And I, I, I don't understand, man. I can agree to disagree, but the hatred, you look on this side, the hatred, um, what are we at? The 18 minute mark. I'm going to try and keep this uh, under 30, folks. You are listening to episode 29, Teddy Roosevelt Show. I said I have a big World Cup episode coming up. The World Cup stuff keeps coming fast and furious. So I am going to try and crank out the text and and, and record the, uh, the World Cup podcast in the next 24 hours. I got to do a video. How many times have I promised you guys a video? I'm in the right mood to do a video. So what else? Um, the L.A. City Council. As, this is hilarious. I mean, if Republicans, if this happened, this would be a midterm clincher. If a bunch of white people were saying this. But again, they're the party. Can't be racist. They're Democrats. But you look at these Democrat-run cities. Philadelphia. Total war zone. Um, great article in the Washington Examiner. I mentioned the Roxborough shooting. You know, out of they've had 500 murders in Philly. Almost 200 of the murders are kids under 18. 40% of the murders are kids under 18. You want to know what percentage of those are black victims and how many were shot by black people? I guarantee 80%. I don't even have to look at the data. I just, I go to 6ABC and I used to live in Philly and I love the Eagles and I still go back and check it out. Philly's a war zone. Chicago, everyone's getting out of there. New York, I mean, what, they had Cuomo? Who's harassing everyone? They had de Blasio, the worst mayor ever. Lori Lightfoot in Chicago. Look at Austin. Total clown show. Expensive crime. Um, All the Keep Austin Weird businesses are getting replaced by Hermes, Fendi, Gucci, Prada. Yeah, Lucy in Disguise with Diamond is now going to be a Prada store, I bet. So, um, just the... I forget where I was going with this. 
Um, I, I just hate the, the politician. It is, it is, it is delved into something where I'm just embarrassed to be a part of the country. Do you, did you see? Okay, so Biden goes, I've got two words for you. Made in America, which is three words. He's like, two words. He does this all the time. I got two words. Made in America. That's three words. So Lauren Boebert said, I've got two words for you. Let's go, Brandon, which is three words. So she's sort of making a joke playing off of it. Then all the blue checks came in. Oh, my God. Lauren Boebert, how stupid are you? Blah, 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 blah. She said it was three, two words and it's three. So they didn't know about Biden because that doesn't go into their thing. And then another example, Fetterman, that fat, ugly slurring piece of shit. Sorry, I hate him. Um, He is a total clown. Puts a billboard up near the Eagles stadium, undefeated Philadelphia Eagles, right by the stadium. If you don't know, people are pretty hardcore about sports back there. Puts up a billboard. Dr. Oz is a Dallas fan. Oz says, no, I'm an Eagles fan. He's like, no, you're a Dallas fan. Dude, if, you're, if your vote is decided on what sports team the candidate roots for, you deserve to have Fetterman live next door to you. Pulling a gun on you for uh, going to get your newspaper. I mean, I, it's just the pettiness, man. It's embarrassing. Oh, he said two words. He said three words. Oh, he's an Eagles fan. He said vegetable tray. I've never heard of crudite. How do you ever pronounce it? I've never heard of that before. The bigger thing is don't, don't, don't. I mean, politics is a dirty game, man. It is, it is dirty. I'm not going to say it's not. But bending to their level, man. I mean, uh, uh, where, where are the adults in the room? There's, there's none. Um, and then where are the people getting aggressive? Um, these the Democrats are so out of touch with the average American. It's it it's amazing. Just look at all the bombs coming out of Hollywood that they've had to write off for hundreds of millions of dollars because everyone's like, I don't want to go see that shit. Amsterdam, some David O. Russell. He did Silver Linings Playbook. I, that's one of my favorite top one hundred movies of all time. Um, no one no one wants to go see it. The last two Disney movies, Turning Red and Onward, Onward had like a gay or lesbian something. Turning Red, I think it's about getting your period. They lost a hundred million bucks. Both of them. She-Hulk. Someone says, she, I, I saw She-Hulk's trending at number four. No one's watching or turning on She-Hulk unless you're a man hater. It is, just look at the... Look at this stuff. She-Hulk, it is just a man-hating Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm not watching any of this. I'm just fascinated by Hollywood continuing to toss up $100 million bombs. Batgirl was so bad and so woke, it didn't even make it out of the can. What, they spend $70 million bucks and they're like, it's not even worth putting on the streaming services. And they're in, a stre- they're in streaming wars right now. It was so bad, they're like... Dude, we'd rather write off the 70 million bucks and just never have to see the light of day because it can do nothing but ruin our brand. So it, it Hollywood is is out of touch. And hopefully we see we see what's going on. I really, really, and I keep hearing it more, the Latino red wave 
the Democrats have always took that voting block for granted. And uh, people are pissed. Um, so going back to the L.A. City Council thing. So you had three Latino members making derogatory comments. I mean, I lived in L.A. for three years. The relations between black people and Latino people, let's just say it's a little frosty. Like Compton, people think NWA Compton. Latinos have taken over Compton. And they and 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 black people have get dis- gotten displaced. I saw the percentage of black people in LA has dropped from like fifteen percent to eight percent. Eight. But they have twenty percent of the city council. And the Latino people are pissed. So one of the big things is one of the members said something about Mike Bonin's black son. So there's a man on the city council. Man, you talk about some of the most detestable, obnoxious Democrats out there. Mike Bonin, L.A. City Council, is the poster child for this. Gay man, white man with a gay husband, and they adopted a black son. So I'm all for everyone. I don't. I, let me just put it this way. I don't think gay people should be allowed to adopt kids. I'm sorry if that sounds 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 negative, but I I don't think I you know the traditional uh, kid I, you know ideally you would have a male and a female role model because males and females bring something different to the table as far as nurturing discipline you name it. I don't know if it's good for uh, two gay guys to raise a kid and then. Uh, Pardon me for being cynical, but Mike Bonin, I think it was a political calculated, if he could choose any color of kid with, with everything going on with George Floyd. Yeah, I'm going to say it. he adopted him. It's, it's almost like a get out, of, get, out, get out of ever being called a racist card. So, yeah, I'm cynical towards this guy because he's a bold faced politician Who's making lives worse? I mean, he directly, they're pointing the finger at him for the Venice Beach homeless explosion, and they had to call in the county sheriff. Mike Bonin's the worst. And what she called him, uh, Martinez called him a little bitch. That's exactly what he is. A little bitch. Um, And what they were saying about his kid, there's some truth to it. Like, he's using him as a prop. He said something like, how dare you steal black boy joy from blah, blah, blah. I'm like, give me a break. Give me a break. So I don't even think they should be allowed to adopt the kid. Look at all these teachers. I just saw a teacher in Portland or a principal in Portland just got sentenced to jail for a couple decades for child porn. I keep seeing it in Austin. They keep, dude, where there's smoke, there's fire. So are they grooming them? I just don't know. Two men who like to have sex with other men and there's like a lot of child abuse stuff are allowed to adopt a son? I don't know. I just, it makes me, uh, it it makes me wonder if if this, this should be legal. So... Again, the Alex Jones thing is a total joke. I, Alex, Alex Jones, you know, say what you want about him. He was one of the only people in the world, March 2020, April 2020, who was telling the truth about COVID. And you know what? If you're, if you're trying to get beyond the truth 
and figure out what the hell is going on and it's knee-jerk reaction, you're probably not going to be right 100% of the time. You know, his he's live, stuff happens on the air, and he reacts to it as it happens. And he's came out about Sandy Oak and said, you know what, now that all the evidence is out and I've seen it and I've met y'all, I think it's, uh, I think it happened. But the, they're acting like they're saying, oh, and he built a million dollar, hundreds of millions of dollars based on the Sandy Hook thing. No, he didn't. It's not like Andy, uh, Alex Jones said, well, Sandy Hook happened, but what I'm going to do is say it didn't happen, and here's the business plan. Here's how much it's going to raise my viewership and increase the price of the supplements or the sales of the supplements. It was not a money-making ploy. It was what he actually feels. It's, 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 it's coming from his heart. All right, we're at the 29-minute mark here. What else? Ukraine. So, yeah, one thing, again, defamation and emotional distress. They defamed all the unvaccinated people, said we are going to cause a winner of death, said that if we didn't get it, it was going to keep spreading. We need to get aggressive and start suing these people based on the Alex Jones precedent. Well, you can't make, you can't spread lies in the beginning that cause harm emotional harm and damages dude there is no one who was vilified and segregated and ostracized and salted and literally financial penalties i mean you 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 get the shot or you lose your job you get the shot or you can't come to college you can't come to class i mean if that's not a class action lawsuit in the trillions if alex jones was 965 million for Sandy Hook, Andy's apologized and admitted he was wrong. So you can't even question the narrative. I mean, the Vegas thing, the Vegas shooting, hundreds of people got shot. So what, you can't ask questions or make a theory now because when the actual truth comes out, well, you were spreading all these lies in the beginning. Well, so did you with the vaccine. Pfizer, NBC, ABC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC, Twitter, Facebook. And you were banning people for telling the truth. So we just have to get more, we have to get more aggressive. All conservatives do across the board because these people are, it's all the stops are out, man. Uh, um, Planning evidence, Trump has nuclear codes in his basement, the archives. I mean, they are so desperate to retain power. There's going to be a couple more October surprises, folks. Um... So, yeah, we got to put Hillary on the stand for her stolen election lies, for her her denial in the Steele dossier. I mean, come on, man. We have to get aggressive. Look how the media, we're going to do Ukraine and then uh, call it. It's funny. Every time Ukraine makes an aggressive move and has a success in the military, it's, oh, Putin suffered an embarrassing feat. It's humi- Oh, I, I didn't dare say it's humiliating. Oh, it's humiliating the bridge to Crimea got blow, blown up. I mean, people that that bridge meant a lot to Putin. It's the only thing that c- connects Crimea with the Russian mainland. Huge bridge. It's like 35 miles long. It's an architectural marvel. And Putin drove a truck over it. Went to to inaugurate it. Hey, we finally have something that connects Crimea and Russia instead of a ferry or boat. So yeah, blowing that up. Civilians use that. So how is it that that's not an act of terror? I mean, Putin said it was an act of terror. 
And um, so he retaliates the next day. That's war crimes, suddenly. That's war crimes. Zelensky said this is war crimes. So you can blow up the bridge. That's totally fine. That's just war. But if Putin retaliates from an embarrassing, humiliating defeat and blows up your stuff, well, that's war crimes, and the whole world needs to, to get involved. So I saw NATO in Germany. Germany sending over four ultra-modern defense air shields. So when the next time this happens, supposedly these four German things. So it's a proxy war. We are providing Ukraine one of the most corrupt countries ever with connections to the Biden crime family. We're giving them weapons. We're giving them anti-defense stuff. So the question is, when does it turn into a hybrid war? When does Putin say, you know, without all you guys supplying all this stuff, we would have won already. I'm going to drop a bomb on you. So Biden's nuclear Armageddon comments happened like right after I did uh, episode 28 um, or 27. I knew it was sort of confusing there because I put the hour and 20 minute one that I recorded in Arizona after. So after the last live one, October 5th, he said this nuclear Armageddon thing. I mean, man. You take anything Biden's done in the last 90 days and you just substitute it with Trump and literally you wouldn't need a nuclear bomb because all the liberals' heads would have collectively exploded, causing a detonation probably 20 times more intense than a, than a hydrogen bomb. So, yeah, oops, nuclear Armageddon. That was just Biden, again, going off the script and how many times do, do they have to run um, cover for him the next day and just be like, oh, no, 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 there's no, there's no new information that would lead Biden to do that. He's just the biggest asshole, incompetent asshole in the history of the world, and he just stuck his foot in his mouth for the 50th time. And uh, ridiculous. I saw Adam Schiff was like, Oh, my God, Trump was trying to pull the troops out of Afghanistan before the end of his uh, before the end of his term. This just shows how dangerous he was. That shows how dangerous he was. Biden did the exact same thing and it was a disaster. It was a disaster. But when Trump does it, it's bad. I mean, if Trump gave that Philly Independence Hall speech, I mean, if that doesn't make you leave the Democrat Party, if you're on the fence, if you're a moderate I mean, what, what are the other countries, like, it, when Putin says that, he thinks about that, and they're, they're all saying, oh, Putin's uh, deranged and off his rocker and he's losing power. What are they saying about us? What are they saying about us? The Democrats are trying to make everything about abortion, trying to pull the wool over these stupid sheep marijuana users' eyes, and I'm a marijuana user, but most of them... They're low-information voters. So there's all kinds of people on the spectrum, drinkers, smokers, whatever. But cannabis users, they just saw, hey, Biden, bam, 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 pardon everyone. Oh, Biden. No, anyone who's actually in the marijuana legalization, normal or whatever, they're super pissed at Biden. They're very disappointed, and they're just like, well, it's a step in the right direction, but total election ploy. Same with this January 6th show trial. Let's have another hearing to show everyone democracies at stake. 
I would just like to see anyone is that I think everyone's mind already has been made up on Trump. There's no one on the fence who's like, I wasn't really sure about Trump, but now that I've watched the January 6th testimonial, I've made my mind up. It's just fuel for their base, gruel for their base. Um, I love that Trump did Trump organization too. The better thing would have been the middle finger emoji. I just don't think that you could do that. So Teddy Roosevelt, episode 29. I think that's the exact number of days until the midterm. I just remember at this time in 2020, my goodness. Little did we know what was going to happen. Little did we know what was going to happen. So please make sure you're ready, able, and willing to vote and bring whoever you got in your circle to come out with you. Um... Again, the emotion, the, the, the precedence that they set at the Alex Jones trial should open up a giant can of worms for anyone who ever told a lie and then have it come out and be wrong. How about, can we sue uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris over the ju- juicy Smollett, Jesse Smollett thing? They all came out right after it. Oh, this is just another example of white supremacy. And th- this is the d- biggest danger to our democracy is racist white supremacists. And then it came out, Juicy Smollett was lying the whole time. Well, gee, isn't that the precedence that they just set in the Alice Jones trial? Didn't that cause emotional harm and distress for people being falsely accused? If I was Subway, I would sue him. Hey, we don't even want our name involved with this, that we have racists out in front of Subway. And the vaccine is where you could really open up a can of worms. With Big Pharma, with the CDC, with the FDA, with Twitter, Facebook. That's way more emotional distress than Sandy Hook. Way more. Way more people. And they were spreading lives that Pfizer knew. And they didn't share. I mean, dude, I... Should I start it? Should I start calling lawyers, Teddy? I think I might have to start calling lawyers. When is Elon going to buy Twitter? I'm really thinking I got to start a start another handle. Betty Throsevelt, Betty Prosevelt, Betty Brosevelt, Betty Frozevelt. I think I've got to transition genders just to make it juicy. So if they call me Teddy or ever bring it up, I'm going to freak out, say they're dead naming me, and then I'm going to ask Twitter to uh, ban them for hate speech. So we just got to get aggressive, folks. Anyone listening in Austin, there's still time. There's still time. Jennifer Verdon has a 0% chance to win unless she starts getting aggressive. I know it's an oxymoron here, a conservative person getting aggressive. Do you want to win or not? Do you want to win or not? And I'm, I'm saying that to everybody. Dr. Oz, I mean, it is hilarious with the Fetterman thing, how much they're trying to cover for this guy. Remember when Trump gingerly walked down like a slippery ramp or was drizzling and he was sort of gingerly walking down like oh my god look at trump is he even fit to be president he can't even walk down the stairs like dude he's got slippery new dress shoes it's a slippery thing what would if he didn't tilt it gingerly and and slipped oh my god you guys would be playing that there'd be t-shirts it'd be like biden's you know falling up the stairs a couple times of air force one so we got to get aggressive. 
if, if, if you're anyone remotely close to Jennifer Verdon, dude, what more ammo do you want? COVID? I would just break it all down. You got a lot of parents who said they'll never vote Democrat again for what they did to their kids. And you look at the ACT scores, everything, we permanently intellectually damaged an entire generation and made them depressed and worried. I mean, you got the COVID folks, you got, guess what? A lot of Latino folks in Austin send their kids to public schools. Do you think they're happy about Drag Queen Story Hour or CRT or any of this grooming stuff that's going on? No, they're not. Why aren't you getting aggressive and going after them? The crime. You could make a video of everyone from the peddler to La Barbecue restaurant. Like, all your favorite businesses are getting robbed because the Democrats defunded the police. And guess what? Adler fell asleep with his big fat skull. Mayor Adler at a police officer's funeral. What a disrespectful dick. I mean, I was the first guy really calling out Adler summer 2020 with the COVID stuff, shutting down all these events, but Austin FC could still play. I was gentle on that asshole. He is way worse than even my worst nightmares. The Picasso board, falling asleep at a cop's funeral, just being a dick. Dude, I don't see how you could lose. Is it too late for me to throw my hat in the ring in Austin? I could kick the, I mean, dude, be aggressive about it. Kirk Watson is Adler 2.0. I don't, I don't see any uh, aggressive ads pointing it out. So same with Oz. Drop the gloves and just knock Fetterman down. I, I, Fetterman is, should not be, he should be eliminated. I hope he's, I don't, I hope he recovers. This is a Senate. This is for Senate, folks. So one thing I wanted to mention and they said with Alex Jones and Sandy Hook, did you see the Kanye interview with Tucker? It was riveting. I don't agree with everything he says, but Kanye is definitely a free thinker. He definitely has some good ideas. And he said something to Tucker about Uvalde. And he had met with like the gap and some people. And then he's driving along and it was like he was in the simulation, like the Uvalde thing, like it was all planned. And then he goes, am I in Alex Jones territory yet? And Tucker's like, yeah, but that's fine. So... Could the Uvalde parents sue Kanye West for $965 million for questioning the narrative about Uvalde? Where does it stop? I mean, how many people rush to judgment on Twitter? Especially like the Bubba Wallace Noose, Juicy Smollett. Um, who was it? The Duke volleyball player? Remember that? Oh, my God. BYU. Someone was saying the N-word in the thing. It came out. It was all bullshit. So can we sue the, her, her aunt? who was the lawyer who said, my daughter said that this happened and she was getting called racist names. That was a lie. Well, you caused harm to the BYU community, didn't you? You made it sound like these Mormons and the women's volleyball team. You painted them out with a very racist brush. Based on the precedent just set in the Alex Jones trial, you must get all your facts straight 100% right as soon as the event happens. And if not, that's a lie that causes emotional distress and harm, and we can sue the shit out of you for $1 billion. Give me a fucking break. Where's all the lawsuits? Seriously, with the vaccine people? Folks, we don't have to work a day in our life. 
And I don't believe in retirement. I'm always going to be working. But we could put them out of business for sure. Should we call Thomas J. Henry? Adam Lowy? I think he's more accident, but maybe the dollar amount. Um, all right, I said I was going to keep this under 45. It's 44. Episode 29, Teddy Roosevelt Show. Coming at you. Thursday, October 13th, folks. We got the midterms coming up real soon. Three weeks from Tuesday. Get your popcorn ready. There's going to be a lot of October surprises coming out. So you can find this podcast at Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Apple Podcasts, the mothership, of course, teddybroosevelt.substack.com. And you can email me at teddybrooseveltusa at gmail.com anytime. Get out to set up a hotline. I think I got to set up a hotline, Google Voice, so people could call in with their calls. I could put the MP3 in there and we could have a little bit more feedback. But please, if you have any questions, comments, feedback, folks, there's a comment section on Substack. Where's all the comments? I see Blue Canary, a couple. If you like it, you hate it, you want longer, shorter, you want me to talk about something specific, you let me know. TeddyBroosevelt.usa at gmail.com or TeddyBroosevelt.substack.com. Hope everyone's doing awesome. I said I was going to be back sooner. I've had some fires I've had to put out, folks, but uh, everything is going really, really good. So I might have to go down to Austin and run for mayor. I seriously think I could win it because these guys are just aren't aren't selling selling people. Why would you vote for Watson and Verdon? It's got to just get way more aggressive, way more aggressive. So hit me up anytime. Everyone have a great day. Bye.